This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Do we have our Karim Benzema answer? A striker has returned to Arsenal but could still be on the move. And there's a sacking that needs to be addressed. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every single morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. Do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already and subscribe to the channel if you're new. Uh, I, I saw yesterday when we were doing our preview show, which we'll talk about again in a second, um, that a few people left comments saying that again they'd been unsubscribed. YouTube had taken the power from them and decided, no, you will not be subscribed to the channel that you have decided to be subscribed to. So just have a quick check. Do yourself a favor right now. If you're on YouTube, I know some of you are listening on the audio platform, so ignore this unless you want to subscribe to us as well on YouTube, which would be really nice of you. Um, just have a quick look because sometimes it just unsubscribes you. It's, it's, it's like being uninvited from a wedding. Um, that's not happened to me, by the way. There's no subliminal messaging there. But just have a quick check because it's worth it. And I don't really know why YouTube does it. But I'm being told by a couple of people that they keep being unsubbed. Um, it's strange, but it's seemingly the YouTube algorithm going a bit strange. Um, Glenn Simmons, good morning to you, to Kaiser, to Marcus, to Damien, Matt, Tomo, Paul, Carl, uh, other Paul as well, Morgie, uh, James, Amira, Stevie, Wayne, NSW, Derek, Matt, G., uh, another Paul, Stephen, Chima, Richard, Arasilki, Brad, Mr. Ree, Johan, Leopold, Maximus, Angela, Perez, Wilson, and plenty more of you guys and girls. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. is very much appreciated. So I hope that you've enjoyed your week. We've made it. It's Friday. I'm so happy. So happy it's Friday. I'm going to have a nice chill evening tonight. Going to maybe get my drink on a little bit. Uh, yeah, just have a great time. And uh, then tomorrow we've got Arsenal in the Premier League against Crystal Palace. So that's going to be exciting. And finally, we've got some football. Some football to genuinely, tangibly talk about. So that's going to be great as well. So, yes, uh, I look forward to it. And, and speaking of which, if you haven't already watched our preview show, may I just delicately just 
nudge you in the direction of yesterday's preview show. I was joined by a fantastic group of our guests from our Discord server, Pablo, Dan and Alex, having a great talk, not just about Palace, but about our Indian takeaway orders as well, which is always a really, um, it, I find it to be a really in, nice, warming conversation food. Food is a great conversation starter. It's, um, it isn't for, uh, for, for, for David, though, who left a comment yesterday uh, in the chat box, or rather in the comment section, I wanted to just shout out, you know, I love these types of comments. David says, with your selection amongst people that don't understand football, we will lose 2-0 to Palace, and good luck with your bloody Indian food. Do you really care, lads, about the Arsenal? Do you care about my team that I have watched for over 55 years? I bet you don't even know who Peter Simpson is. Now, I know who Peter Simpson is. He's um he's a cartoon character, isn't he? They're you know they're yellow, um on Channel Four. I know who the Simpsons are. Thank you very much. And uh, if I want to talk about Indian food, my guests, I'll talk about Indian food. With my guests, it's uh <laughs> it's what we'll do. Anyway, let's move on to today's stories. Uh, we're going to catch up, or I'd rather you should catch up uh, on the Askcast because, in particular, more than any week, which I know that you all do listen to the Askcast with Andrew because he's fantastic, as is James on the extra. But uh, I was very, very honoured, and uh, it was an absolute pleasure to join Andrew on the latest episode of the Askcast. Uh, I do find it funny that the episode I'm on is called Vitamin D. Um, so many, so many innuendos can be used. <laughs> <laughs> with that heading, but that is indeed uh, the episode that you can catch. Um, so please do make sure that you go and give a listen to Andrew and myself having a chat about Dubai and transfers and Benzema and a lot of other things as well. But there's a sacking that we need to discuss. The Arsenal nemesis himself, Troy Deeney, sacked as uh, Forrest Green manager after just six games. You probably saw... Um, uh, a discussion uh, that he had in public about one of his players and how he spoke rather scathingly about one of his players. Maybe he shouldn't have had so many cojones. Maybe had he have had fewer cojones, he'd still have a job. I guess there are times where you don't need to always stick the boot in um, in every walk of life. But that is it for Troy Deeney in his first managerial position. Fulham have made a £35 million bid for uh, Arsenal target uh, Andre, not Andrew. Um, it's a little typo there. It's amazing how one letter can change the context of an entire phrase. <laughs> £35 million for Andrew from Arsblog um, is what Fulham have bid. They are trying to steal him away from the Arsenal podcasting sphere. Uh, no, uh, it's Andre from Fluminense, who Arsenal have indeed been linked to in the past. Central midfielder plays more defensively. Um, but uh, Ben Jake was reporting that Fulham have now made a £30-plus million pound bid for the Brazilian international. He's a good player. And uh, you can see that the Palinha potential um, kind of uh, successor, if you like, might be where that move stems from. Marseille, according to L'Equipe, could turn to Nuno Tavares. Of course, he still remains on loan at Nottingham Forest, but is not playing. Um, and so it may that the clubs come to an agreement over a termination of that loan deal. Of course, Nottingham Forest and their situation financially might force things in a certain direction. But Marseille, um, who had Nuno Tavares last season, really was not exactly that enthralling playing in France. But what he did get was more minutes. And so that might change if indeed there is an agreement found. There's no recall clause in that loan deal between Arsenal and Forest. So there would be 
and there would need to be an agreement between the clubs to come to a termination of that loan move. Um, but you'd imagine with the player not really playing, that wouldn't be too difficult to uh, to be able to find a realisation to. Now, uh, Mika Bireth has returned to the club um, and is not expected to stay very long. Uh, the uh, youth international has been playing at Motherwell over the course of last season. And yesterday we found out that indeed he's returned and that he'll be going straight back out from the looks of things. Sheffield uh, Wednesday are interested, but there's also interest from Austrian side Sturmgratz. Now, Arsenal have got a recent link with Sturmgratz. We know Arthur Okonkwo uh, was uh, with the, the side for an extended period last season, I believe, where he did relatively well. And now he's, of course, with Wrexham this season. So Arsenal have got that relationship already with the Austrian club. And Mika Bireth could end up there. Um, we'll give you any updates, of course, when we find out uh, officially where he is going to be heading uh, during this winter window, but no longer with Motherwell. And the Motherwell manager was pretty peed off, it seems, you know, about the loss of Bireth, who scored, I think, six goals and got five assists, something like that. He'd done relatively well in 14 league games for Motherwell. So, yeah, a good return and, and they will miss him. But uh, it's good to see him developing in the way that he is. And lastly, Lekeep are reporting that those close to Karim Benzema are suggesting that he will indeed stay at Al-Itihad. Despite all of the furore, all of the noise, all of the... I don't like using the word fake news. <laughs> but it does seem a little bit like this has just been a whipped up chaotic story for us to just kind of sink our teeth into our, in a really quiet January window uh, and Karim Benzema um, will not, despite all of the nostalgia, all of the early 2010s hope resurfacing a decade later. No, uh, Karim Benzema will not be moving to Arsenal. This story has never really, in my view, had any weight to it. We've always talked about the unrealistic nature of it and the idea that he was going to move to Arsenal um, was just fantasy. Uh, it really, really was. I don't think there was really ever any chance that it was going to happen. But it created a story, didn't it? And we kept us entertained a little bit for a few days. Um, and uh, it brought back some youth uh, from me, certainly. And it made me think of oh, the days of Mems flying over to America to see Jenny Lizza Lizzo um, and talk about the links to Benzema. Those were the days. I said this before. Those were the real... The, the great days of the Arsenal transfer sphere. Uh, and I miss them. I do miss them greatly. But uh, it's been fun. But now it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> so there you go. Right. Let's move to part two. And your questions then right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay. Um, jumping into the chat box then. 
and seeing what you guys are having a discussion about whilst I've been yapping away for the last few moments. Uh, Gary says, Tom, I do think that he's played much more under a new manager, Tavares. I wouldn't be surprised if they make us an offer for him in the summer. I mean, perhaps, maybe he'll move Gary to, to Marseille, get a lot more minutes, and then Marseille could sign him on a permanent deal. That could be what happens. Arsenal only signed him for around £7 million. So you would imagine um, that we'd be able to get a, uh, at least make our money back for him. Um, the option that was in the Forest deal was about 14 to 15, 16 million pounds from my understanding. So I don't think it was exactly, uh, it would have doubled our profit, of course, but he hasn't played minutes. He's just not played. So he's not been given the opportunity to really um, go. Um, and he's only going to play one more game, at least if there is a chance to do that, which would be this weekend, because the weekend or the week games after that for Forest are uh, against... Um, you know, against us in the Premier League, which he would be, uh, he wouldn't be able to play in. Um, they did obviously play Nottingham Forest their game the other day against uh, Blackpool in the FA Cup. Just checking, did he start that game? He did. He did start that game. He played at left back uh, in the FA Cup. Did come off in that fixture. Uh, so I'm going to quick check of the timeline. When did? When was he substituted? So I'm going to quick check. I'm scrolling quite far down. He was substituted. Oh no, substituted in the 86th minute. Um, so he played plenty in that fixture uh, as they won uh, in extra time. Um, it seems that those two late goals from Blackpool made it 2-2 before Chris Wood scored in the 110th minute winner. Um, but I wasn't, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know how on earth he, he played. But uh, he did get some minutes for the first time in quite some time. Uh, Match says, uh, I feel like I've been missing something. If Mika Birith was doing well out on loan, why has he returned? Because sometimes what happens, Matt, is that clubs will see that the player is doing well and think that it is better for them to come back and play at a potentially more competitive level. Um, for all the respects in the world to the Scottish League, obviously there are restrictions around uh, the competition that he faces each week. And if he's getting, if he's playing two, if they think that he needs that next step and they've got the opportunity to do that, then they will return him. They will recall him. And so there's often two schools of thought when it comes to recalls. Either one, the player's not playing enough or B, the club see an opportunity to raise the level and to improve that player's development um, going forwards. But it is a risk. You know, if they've been playing week in, week out somewhere and they're scoring plenty of goals and you recall them, send them somewhere else, then suddenly they're on the bench and they're not playing week in, week out, especially halfway through the season too, because teams are usually pretty set with their squads, you know, half through the season. So it's harder to break in as opposed to starting a, a, a pre-season in the summer with a team and then getting the opportunity to play and establishing yourself. So it is a risk. And Arsenal are certainly taking a risk. Um, and I guess we'll have to wait and see if uh, if it turns out to be one that pays off, of course. Uh, Benji says, weren't Dortmund interested in one or two of our academy players? We should definitely send them out and put sell-ons into their deals uh, at least um, we would get good exposure. I, you can't do sell-ons in a, a loan deal. You obviously can do in permanent sales. You get the, the clauses, the options of those. Um, but if you were to sell them to Dortmund and put sell-on clauses, obviously Arsenal always try to put sell-on clauses into those deals. They would do that if they were to sell Marquinhos, of course, as well. Uh, they would always aim to put a sell-on clause into those deals so they can maximise the amount of money that they get. Uh, we had one for Ismail Benacer, who went from Empoli to AC Milan. Um, we've had ones in the past for other players that have made moves. Konstantinos Mavropanos, of course, had a sell-on clause in his deal. Uh, Matteo Genduzzi, who moved to Lazio, had a sell-on clause in his deal. So it's worth pointing out that Arsenal always try to, to maximise potential future profits from things too. Um, 
Iwegbu says, I watched Mika Bireth and a short compilation on YouTube. I was wowed by him. He is a good striker. We would be linked with someone like him if he was in Brazil. Uh, I think that the mistake that a lot of fans make immediately is thinking that Mika Bireth would be able to make an immediate impact for us at centre-forward. The reality is the gap between Mika Bireth and the starting Arsenal side is there is a, there is a gap. You know, people talk about their frustrations with, with Kai Havertz or with Eddie Nketiah, but there is a gap between those senior players and Mika Bireth. He needs more minutes, he needs more time. I still would be very surprised to see him really make it at Arsenal. Um, but uh, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. And, you know, if it means if he makes it at Arsenal, um, then he's done incredibly well uh, on his loan spells. Anasimo says, Tom, I don't know if you've covered this before, but what about our links to Real Sociedad's winger, uh, Baron Tejea? Um, thoughts on him? And would Kubo not be a better option? Or is he out of our reach? Now, I don't know too much uh, about Baron Tejea, uh, who I don't even know if I'm pronouncing correctly. It's a very Basque surname um, with an X in it. And I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it's Baron, Baron Tejea. Uh, I, I would assume it's something along those lines. Um, he's scored three goals and got one assist in 16 La Liga games. 22-year-old left winger. I haven't personally seen any credible links really with him um and i'm not sure if he really raises the bar of options on our left hand side if arsenal were going to go out and sign a forward in a wide area you would think it would be more of a right winger than um than a player that would be playing on on the left so uh, he is right footed he has played on the right before he's even played at right back according to his history um but uh he does seem to be playing more so on that left hand side he didn't play at center forward two games this season so he has got some versatility about him, which maybe is why Arsenal, if these links are to be believed, have an interest in him. But I can't say that I know if, if that's the right move. I don't know enough about him. I would certainly think that based upon those numbers, surely there are better options out there for uh, for Arsenal to to move for. Um, Zoom task is Tom, long time. Uh, but would you consider Giocarez in the future? Absolutely. And, and welcome back to the chat box. So we've talked about him before. Uh, Giocarez is someone that Arsenal should certainly be considering. Um, Chris says, two left-backs out on loan. Not one has a recall clause. Is that really good management? Should you not cover yourself just in case? We had four left-backs um, at the club before we sent those two out on loan. We've got Tommy Asu, Timber, Zinchenko, Kivio can all play at left-back. So uh, is that really good management to send those two out on loan without a recall? Well, when you've got four options in that position... I really don't think you can say it's bad management. I think you can just say it's bad luck. Um, also, just because you don't have a recall clause in those deals doesn't mean that you can't come to agreement still with those clubs over those loan players to bring them back. Kieran Tierney doesn't want to come back, so that's off the table. Even if we had a recall clause, you've got to come to an agreement as well with the player. If the player is just adamant they don't want to come back, it wouldn't make much sense to recall them. So, uh, no. And Chris, I feel like the obsession around Kieran Tierney, you know, it really is it's did really in-depth, isn't it? <laughs> Some real real harsh feelings about that. Um, Temi says, Tom, watching you on a computer screen is so weird. Your face is so big. I have a big head, okay? I get it. I understand. I have a big head, all right? I have a, un- unapo- unapologetically have a big head. Um, so I'm, I can only apologise. I can only apologise for the size of my face on your computer screen. It is nothing I can control. Uh, Lee says, Tom, scenario, if Barcelona came in for Arteta and he went, would you let him go with your blessing or would you feel let down seeing so many people having trusted his process? If 
it got to the end of this season and Barcelona came in for Arteta and he went to Barcelona, I'd be incredibly mucked off. <laughs> I'd feel incredibly frustrated by that. You know, I would feel like his work's not done. I'd feel like it's, it's he had unfinished business with Arsenal. I don't think that would happen, Lee. But in your scenario, in your hypothetical scenario, um, yeah, I would feel incredibly frustrated um, to see Arteta leave at the end of this season. Of course, I think that we are on this pathway together and we're moving in the right direction. We're moving towards our our goals that we've been aiming for for so, so, so uh, long now. Uh, Temi says, are you watching the AFCON, Tom? What are your thoughts on the competition so far? Uh, it's it's sadly been uh, really taken up my time um, with with work, obviously. It's been on sometimes in the background when games have been a bit more accessible. Of course, Mohamed Salah coming off just before halftime injured yesterday without what is suspected to be a hamstring issue. What I enjoy about the competition is it seemed very competitive. You know, Ghana lost their first game against Cape Verde, but then came back and drew uh, their game against Egypt. Egypt getting two really important goals. Um, yes, they equalised and then Mohamed Kudus quickly responded. But uh, Mustafa Mohamed, who's been starting up front, plays for Nantes in Liga. He's going to be really important for them if indeed they don't have Mohamed Salah uh, for the rest of that tournament, depending on the seriousness of, of, his, um, uh, of his injury. But seeing like clubs like Namibia, beat Tunisia. That's an amazing result for them. Um, you know, Mauritania coming very close to beating a Burkina Faso side. And Burkina Faso famously getting to a quarterfinals in one of their first um, in their first opportunities to play in, in the African Cup of Nations. You still look at a club like a club, a country like Senegal. Obviously, you'd, you'd expect them to, to go quite far. Ivory Coast as well. But even though Ivory Coast the other day losing to to Nigeria. Ozimen has been incredibly under pressure during this African Cup of Nations as well. Loads of clips of him missing opportunities to score. Um, I've been seeing popping up on social media. But I can't say I've been keeping up, like really close up to date with it just because of, of work and, and other things. And I'll be very honest, my, my attention's in the evening in the UK is very much at the moment on traitors. If you're not watching traitors here in the UK, you need to get into it. It's so good. Such a good program. I can't believe I didn't watch the first series. It's amazing. So uh, it's, it's worth watching. Uh, I'm very absorbed by that. Uh, Brad says, I was in Venice this last week and I saw a restaurant called Ristorante La Canton. Are you starting a chain? Brad, my name is often used with restaurants around the world. There's one in Leicester Square. It's a Chinese restaurant called Canton. I've been there. Uh, I've taken the YouTube crew there. Been there with judges and Harry and Sophie and Mike and Jared and um and and owen as well um and pablo or pablo joined us afterwards i think um jared also i think if i've not mentioned also was was there albert of course joined us too from albert jtv had a great lovely meal had to be done and uh yeah it seems that my name is often used i, I should have i should probably qualify that i'm not the first canton it's it's actually quite a common name globally using a lot of different america there's places called canton um cantonese of course as well and apparently there is now uh a canton in uh in italy as well in venice it's good to know maybe i'll have to visit so uh yeah that's <laughs> good thank you for the information mate a bizarre says tom do you think we'll get a striker in january no i don't think we'll get a striker in january uh benji says ozman has been stinking it up i won't lie he's been letting us down a bit but i'm sure that he'll kick on uh, the moment that that first goal goes in. There's more pressure on him, I think, than any other player, perhaps, in the AFCON this season, maybe other than Mohamed Salah, of course. Um, Bulgarian Gunas says, the AFCON is the most difficult uh, international tournament to predict. 
every time they're a surprise, which is what makes it so entertaining, of course, as well. Um, and 64 says, all the Arteta outs, remember that you could have Troy Deeney as his replacement. <laughs> At least he'd have some coho. Do you remember those days where like, Arteta was being criticised for just not being, or even Arsene Wenger, not being criticised for not having cojones? <laughs> Turns out cojones can only take to six games with Forest Green. Um, so there you go. Uh, Chun Ho says, Japan playing today in the Asia Cup. Hopefully Tommy starts today and builds up his fitness. It's not just the AFCON, of course, going on. Uh, the Asia Cup is also um, taking place. He didn't play in their first game against Vietnam because he was building up his match fitness. Hopefully he can get involved and start to build up, as you say there, Chun Ho, his, uh, his fitness going forwards. So, yeah, um, he... He definitely, definitely, definitely needs to get some minutes because we need him coming back from that tournament, firing fit and ready to to implement, I think, straight into the team. Because I think that he's Tommy Asso, a starter for Arsenal. I think he's of that level. He's of that quality. And we need him back. Now, Mikel Arteta will, of course, be taking his press conference a little bit later on today. Uh, we'll be bringing you all the updates from that in tomorrow morning's morning show before I head off to the Emirates for what is an early kickoff, 12.30 p.m. UK time tomorrow, of course, on Sunday. We'll then have the Raw Reaction Show breaking down everything from that game against Crystal Palace. Um, but please, I know this has been a shorter show, but to be honest, it's not been going... I think when you get to the stage where you've had a long, long week and a long, long two weeks at Arsenal, and then we've got another 10 days before we play a game before Nottingham Forest, uh, it does make sense. But uh, we're going to be bringing a, an end to the show there. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I really do appreciate your time. Uh, as I mentioned at the start of the show, please do go back and listen to the Askcast. It was an absolute pleasure to join Andrew back on um, his podcast. So do listen to that. And if you haven't already listened to our preview show, if you want a little bit more of this massive face on your screen, uh, you can see that on the Arsenal preview show that we've got out on the channel with three of our fantastic guests, Dan, Alex and, and Pablo. So go and give that a, uh, a listen. Have a fantastic rest of your Friday. I hope it goes well for you. And if then, of course, it does. You've got an amazing weekend ahead of you also. So enjoy the time off if you're having it. If you're not, stick it out, stick it through. And uh, let's keep our fingers crossed that we can have some relaxed, <laughs> relaxing time after a really good Arsenal win on Saturday. See you soon. Stay safe, stay well, stay happy. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.